Welcome to Curating the Curious, the podcast that celebrates staying curious in life and never settling into a box. Hosted by former elementary teacher, television actress, LA realtor, wine slinger, salesperson, waitress, family photographer, and forever student of life, me, Leanna Azzalini. I cannot believe this is my 22nd episode. I never even believed that I could get past the first three, to be honest. And this has been the most incredible journey of growth, fear, overcoming that I could ever explain. And someday I hope to explain it. But with every episode, I step a little bit further into the shoes that I'm meant for. And I can thank all of you for supporting me and lifting me and spreading the word, writing reviews, telling your friends. I can't thank you enough. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for supporting this dream of mine. Thank you for giving me the courage to step into my own. It's my one and true sincere hope that I can do the same for you. And so today, I want to talk about mindset. If there's one thing that I've learned in this life, it's that mindset is everything. Mindset can rule your life in the best of ways or the worst of ways, but the choice is up to you. We've all heard that parable about an old Cherokee chief teaching his grandson about life, and he says to the boy, a fight is going on inside me. It's a terrible fight, and it's between two wolves. One is evil, angry, filled with envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, false pride, inferiority, self-doubt, and ego. The other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth, and faith. The same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person too. And the grandson looked up to his grandfather and said, but grandpa, which wolf will win? And the old chief simply replied, the one you feed. So we've all heard this parable. We all know it. I actually recently found a podcast called The One You Feed, which I think is awesome. And I highly recommend it to anybody who wants to hear more on this and have all the different people come and talk about it. But I really wanted to focus on this because I've been working on mindset a lot lately. You see, I've added the affirmations. I've been talking about the struggles I've been having in my own life. We all deal with these things, but it's what you do with these thoughts that truly matters. In my Thoughts Become Things episode, I think it was number six or seven, I told my personal story of how I became someone that I would consider myself to be a mindset maniac. And it's it's a personal story. It's pretty long, so I'm not going to repeat it here. You can listen to that episode if you like. But that's the backstory on why I am so focused on mindset. I've learned great lessons in my life, and I know that I am the controlling factor in where I end up, who I end up spending my time around, and what I think about each day. And every day that I wake up on the wrong side of the bed, it's my job to turn back over and change it. And I truly believe that we can. So I want to talk about mindset today and really bring it up a notch on what we're allowing ourselves to believe that we're capable of. 
because we are capable of everything that we can dream up. If you have that vision in your head, you can do it. It's just a matter of tricking your mind to stop thinking about those doubts so that you can get there. That is what mindset is about. Affirmations aren't some corny, jack-handy, I love myself, I believe in myself from Saturday Night Live thing. They're real. It's how you speak to yourself and how you get those goals that you want to go for in life. Affirmations are important. Knowing the power of redirecting a thought, a negative thought, is one of the most important skills you can develop in your life. And everybody can develop it. You start feeling a negative thought, you stop it in its tracks, you correct it, and you keep doing it. Sometimes, yeah, it feels fake, but I'm telling you, If you keep doing it, you will change your life. I know from personal experience because I've done it. I was listening to Lisa Nichols the other day, and she is one of my favorite people that I discovered, I I think, 15 years ago uh, when I watched The Secret. And she's a powerful speaker. She's got so many awesome things to say. And one of my favorite speeches she's ever done is... The size of shoe you're wearing in life, like the calling on your life. What size shoe are you supposed to be wearing? And what size shoe do you see yourself wearing? And she said, sometimes the calling on your life is a size 12, but your mindset is a size 2. Wearing a size 2 when you're actually a size 12 hurts. It's uncomfortable. And so you sit there. For five years, being so uncomfortable wearing the wrong size shoe because you're too scared to go for it, because you're too scared to believe in what you're worth. You get caught up in the, what if it doesn't work? What if I fail? What if it's boring? What if people criticize me? Guess what? No matter what you do, people will criticize you. But just as Brene Brown says... Don't worry about those people in the cheap seats. If you're up there on the stage risking and going for it, who cares about those people up in the nosebleeds booing? They're not doing anything. Forget about them. If you are uncomfortable wearing the wrong size shoe right now, start working on your mindset every single day so that you can increase that size of shoe a little bit each day. Baby steps, small bites, start with affirmations, make a vision board, listen to positive things when you first wake up, read positive things when you first wake up. Do not touch your phone. Do not watch the news. Do you want to feed the good wolf or do you want to feed the bad wolf? The choice is always up to you. In case you can feel an extra special amount of intensity coming from me today, it's because I'm talking to myself right now. I am in a time of deep transformation. I am in a period of my life where I am pushing myself further than I ever have. And I have pushed myself to very big places in the past, but I'm going for it. And I want you to come with me. I've known personally that I've had a size 15 calling on my life since I was a little girl. It's the reason why I packed my bags straight from college after I graduated and moved straight to the city of big dreams, LA, to become an actress. 
Once I was there working on sets for a while, I realized I did not love it. It was not the life for me in many ways, and it just really wasn't the occupation for me. But the reason I went there was because I knew I had something to give, something to teach. I wanted to affect people, and that, at that point, was the only thing that I knew to do in order to get there. I've learned through the years that that was not my calling, but the underlying push that brought me there still exists. And I've got that size 15 shoe that I want to fit into, and I am not wearing a size 15 right now. I'm not wearing a two. I'm definitely pushing myself further past those things, but I am not wearing that 15. I am on my way, and I want to bring anybody with me that wants to come along. And that's what this episode is all about. You know what you want out of life. You know what size shoe you should be wearing right now. What is stopping you and how will you push past it? What wolf do you really want to feed and how are you going to get there? everybody's out there talking about imposter syndrome and self-doubt and all of those things that hold them back. What are you doing to counteract those thoughts and those feelings? I highly recommend the book, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Not to be confused with The Art of War. The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And basically, he turns self-doubt and imposter syndrome into this living being that takes over all of us when we want to do something big, when we want to make a big change in life. He calls it resistance. And that is this force that just acts against us every time we want to take a big step in life. And I love this quote by Stephen. He says, the more important an activity is to your soul's evolution, the more resistance you will feel. Think about that for a second. That thing that is making you so uncomfortable that you want to do, but you can't get yourself to do it, that thing, it's because it's so important to your soul's evolution to do that thing. That's why you're uncomfortable. That's why you're scared. That's why you're coming up with every excuse in the book not to do it, because it's that important to your soul's evolution, to the evolution of your life. Think about that. Write a few things down. Write write the positives, the negatives, the fears, the things holding you back. And then on the other side of that page, counteract it with all of the positive things that will come to your life if you overcome this and just go for it. We expand our lives through curiosity. If our questions don't evolve and grow, how do we grow? What are you curious about? What's that little thing in the back of your head that you keep thinking about? What's that thing that keeps you up at night? Knowing, oh gosh, I wish I could do this. Or, oh man, that would be so cool if. Get curious. Expand your life. Go for it. Life is short. We're all gonna die. Don't die with your music still in you. That is one of my favorite quotes by Dr. Wayne Dyer, and I've got to thank the Quote of the Day show with Sean Croxton for reminding me about this talk. My God, it's good. Here it is. It's by Dr. Wayne Dyer. Don't die with your music still in you. Khalil Gibran said, when you are born, your work is placed in your heart. There is music in you. 
That music may be in the form of artwork. It may be in the form of putting together a golf course. It may be figuring out a way to raise children in a daycare center. It might be to invent a chip for a computer, or it might be to raise horses in Montana or become a horse whisperer. Whatever it is, you have a connection to it. Whatever it is that you consider to be your music, you've got to let it play. Don't die with your music still in you. Go for it. Okay, I'm going to take a breather. I am exhausted from this episode. (laughs) And I'm going to leave you with one final quote. I think I should just rename this entire podcast to Leanna Reading Quotes, but this is a goodie. It's by Anne Lamott. And man, this is something I think everybody needs to hear and have written down somewhere in their home. Here it is. What if you wake up someday and you're 65 or 75 and you never got your memoir or novel written? Or you didn't go swimming in warm pools and oceans all those years because your thighs were jiggly and you had a nice, big, comfortable tummy. Or you were just so strung out on perfectionism and people-pleasing that you forgot to have a big, juicy, creative life of imagination and radical silliness and staring off into space like you were a kid. It's going to break your heart. Don't let this happen. And with all of this being said today, and for all the intensity and power that I've put behind these words and how much I believe in it, I still want to say that some people are just not quite in this space right now to act on these things. And I get it. It's been a tough year. So if you are one of those people, take your time breathe, just live each day. Maybe right now is not the time to act on this. Maybe you put this episode to the side and listen to it again in six months or a year when you're ready or two years. We've all got our own timing in life and there is no race. It's all just this big, long journey, process, whatever you want to call it. And none of us are ever going to arrive. It's all about just that whole walk through life. So with that... I'm going to sign off finally and stop reading you quotes that move me. As always, stay curious.